0: The Experts on 980 CFPL. And good morning. This is Brian all. On our series of experts travel shows with Robert Q. Travel, we're providing the very latest on popular destinations, many that include travel from London. Robert Q. Travel advice is unmatched, and they offer outstanding travel options, and just even over the past number of months, we've traveled all over the world, and wait till you find out where we're taking you today. They have very competitive pricing, and we're about to hear about our guests' recent Cambodia and Vietnam adventure. Traveling with intrepid Kelly Balderston is a certified adventure travel Specialist at Robert Q. Travel. And Kelly, if it's an adventure you want, it's an adventure you'll get.
1: Absolutely. Intrepid has great adventure. Pro- and I kind of caution the word adventure. The word adventure kind of scares people thinking that they're backpacking and camping. And, and, and that is possible depending on the tour. But um, And that was a
0: concern of the two mates from Australia who formed this company back in
1: 1988. It is. Uh, that word, it, is, it scares people. But it, it's not really... Adventure travel, it's immersion travel. It's the type of travel you do. You get, you go, you have a local guide. They're always local guides. They're not someone that's just touring with you, you know, from another country. They really know the areas, and they really show you an immersed experience. You really get to know the country and its people.
0: Small groups?
1: It is definitely small groups. Um, intrepid groups are no, longer than, no larger than 16, so you get a great... Um, you know, a personal guide. It's small enough that you can have your questions answered. You're not one of a big crowd. Uh, you also really get to know your, your, uh, your travel mates, which is an awesome experience as well. Um, but what's nice with them is, is that if you do book, they guarantee at two. So if you're thinking of going with Intrepid and you're going with a friend, you're guaranteed to go as long as two book.
0: So you're fresh back from Cambodia and Vietnam. And I'm, I'm going to do a little bit less talking on the show today. And you can just tell us great stories.
1: Yes, I arrived home Tuesday night. I was away for three weeks. Um, uh, my daughter and I participated in Intrepid's Best of Cambodia and Vietnam. And it was an amazing experience. They are countries that are not not well known by the uh, traveling public, uh, but if you want a really neat experience, it's something to consider.
0: They're not alone, these countries, with being perceptively very different to what they are in reality.
1: They are um, absolutely, Cambodia and Vietnam are absolutely beautiful countries, um, lush jungles um, absolutely in Vietnam some of the most beautiful beaches I have ever seen and I was a little bit taken aback by that they have some of the best beaches in the world Uh, they have big cities they have beautiful countryside they have a little bit of everything
0: so well you got a little bit of everything as a as a foursome because you mentioned the word immersion so there's that combination of the hotel that's planned as part of the package with Robert Q travel and intrepid and then there's living with some people for a little bit
1: absolutely again that word adventure. We want people to know if you travel with Intrepid, their hotels are fabulous. They're three-star boutique hotels. They all have, um, you know, beautiful facilities. Uh, their their locations are also amazing. They're in central locations so that in the evenings you can get out and about and experience the destination you're in. But they also Intrepid is known for some of their unique experiences. Uh, they have amazing homestays. So when we were in Cambodia, um, we had a group of 10 people, um, six Canadians. That was my group and uh, a couple from Australia and a couple from New Zealand. And we did a homestay in Cambodia where we were taken to a small village in the countryside. And we stayed, the 10 of us, in one room uh, with a Cambodian family. We had... The, the accommodations were fantastic. We had mattresses on the ground with mosquito nets. Um, there were great facilities. Uh, there was uh, kind of a neat experience. The world is definitely changing. They did not have running water. They did have, have, have facilities, of course, but not running water in the in the house, but they had incredible Wi-Fi. <laughs> so it's kind of odd to be in the middle of the Cambodian countryside and having great Wi-Fi.
0: Let's stay within Cambodia just for a moment here. It's a little bit like winding the clock back about 20 years. Some things are new, Wi-Fi you mentioned, but there is a lot of old.
1: Absolutely. It is um, an, a country that really has not um, their political unrest has it's only been done for about 20 years so um tourism is, is new for them but uh if for people that love history Cambodia is home to Angkor Wat and Angkor Wat is one of the wonders of the world and it is um one of it is actually the largest religious site in the world and we were able to spend 2 days on site um you, you can buy a 3 day pass up to a 3 day pass um, touring the temples and the facilities. It is absolutely um, no words to describe. Mm-hmm. And um, we did the main section and then on the next, the second day uh, we were up at 3 o'clock in the morning when we were escorted back to Angerwatt where we watched the sunrise. And uh, it was an amazing experience. It's absolutely beautiful.
0: Again, you can't describe it in words. That sunrise over Anger Wat.
1: You cannot. And to give for people that are not familiar with Anger Wat, um, part of one section of the temples was actually the site where Tomb Raider was filmed with Angelina Jolie. So, if you remember that movie, it still is, it looks like that. It's ruins. Um, They're Hindi and um, Buddhist temples. They were. They kind of went back and forth, and they're overgrown by trees in the middle of the jungle it's absolutely an amazing
0: experience there. so when you have a two-day stay as you've just explained at anger Watt, for example how does the accommodations fit in there
1: we actually stayed in cm reap which is the closest town it's within i would say 15 kilometers of the of the site uh, the historical site it is a unesco site so we would get up in the morning we would have a small bus Uh, they would take the group. We had our local guide who was so knowledgeable. He's with you the whole time. There was only 10 of us and he takes you through step by step and you're getting a complete description and knowledge of everything you're seeing. We go back, they give you the afternoons because it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of walking and the heat is very hot, uh, hottest I've ever experienced. And then they give you a little bit of time in the afternoon and then they take you back. So it's not, again, for that adventure, it's not really intense, it's a nice mixture of
0: both. So based on, we'll talk about Cambodia again, based on your experience being there recently and those of many travelers who have worked with you at Robert Q Travel, how to best prepare for Cambodia, dress-wise and Uh, psyche-wise?
1: Dress-wise, again, um, Intrepid gives great tips on how to dress for all destinations. Um, Pack light. Uh, I was told by a lot of colleagues and friends that have been to Cambodia to, not to overpack, so, again, the heat was something I had, was not familiar with. It was um, 36 degrees with incredibly high humidity. And everybody told me, buy things there. So, we, absol- in the afternoon, we went to the markets. We bought some great pants and shorts from Cambodia because their clothing is more... Um, more adaptable to their weather than ours. And it was great. We uh, we had a lot of fun bartering in the markets, trying to find those Cambodian outfits that we could wear the next day. Because, again, it is a religious site, so you have to dress respectfully. Uh, they want shoulders covered and knees covered. So it's something to keep in mind.
0: We talked about it's kind of like a 20-year uh, clock Rewind, But at the same time, there are a lot of wonderful things that are moving forward. And the people in these countries in Asia are very environmentally friendly. Tell us what you experienced on that front.
1: Absolutely. Again, population. I know that in Cambodia, they really are respectful of their environment. They've gone through a lot. Uh, Intrepid really helps out by supplying water in large jugs so that you can use uh, reusable water bottles to not add to that horrible problem we have with our single-use water bottles in the world. Uh, They also gave us, um, in each leg, a beautiful reusable um, bag to put your purchases in that were handcrafted locally. So the one was handcrafted locally in Cambodia with that great Cambodian plaid on the top. And then, of course, we had received one in Vietnam so that you aren't using, again, plastic bags.
0: And again, in the higher density zones that you visited, what was the mode of transportation most often used?
1: Well, we... uh, When we did Cambodia, we started in Siem Reap, which is a small town. Uh, They do lots of tuk-tuks. So for a couple of dollars, you can uh, take a tuk-tuk wherever you want. We did a city tour. I think it was $4 for an hour. Uh, Then when we we moved into Phnom Penh, which is Cambodia's capital, it's a very large city. And I have never seen so many motorcycles and scooters (laughs) in my life. And it was an experience. Um, our guide, uh, Dino, who was amazing, used to just tell us sticky rice. So when you cross the road, you kind of stick together and you move and you don't, you don't hesitate. But then we went from Cambodia to Vietnam and we ended up in Ho Chi Minh City. 10 million people, 6 million motorcycles and scooters. And if anybody wants, uh, to really see, There's a lot of YouTube videos. You will not believe the chaos of the traffic in those cities.
0: We haven't even gotten to Vietnam yet, and you're just reinforcing the value of doing business and your next vacation being through Robert Q Travel and your team at the Dundas Street East location or any one of the locations in southwestern Ontario because this information and information and education is power. You just can't find it online, Kelly.
1: No, you can't. And the other thing, there's lots of... It's a different area of the world to travel, and it's not like going to the Caribbean where you just grab your passport, grab your bathing suit, and you move on. There are lots of other things to consider. There's um, vaccinations um, there that you might want to uh, head to the travel clinic in London to make sure that you have all the vaccinations or if there's anything needed for those locations. The other thing is both these countries require visas. And they do. Cambodia, you you can get on arrival. Um, I... It's pretty easy. It's an e-visa that they email you, but so we can help get that done so that you don't have to do it on arrival. And Vietnam is a little bit more entailed. You have to send things off and get back, but it just makes the ease of entering the countries a lot uh, smoother.
0: Good travel tips that you need to know well in advance of your planned vacation to Cambodia. We're going to take you to uh, Vietnam next, where... Some are saying move over Thailand, Vietnam food is, is where it's at. And through Intrepid, there are some early and mid-June departures for Vietnam and some mid-June and July departures as well for uh, Cambodia. Much more ahead with Robert Q. Travel. It's our travel edition on 980 CFPL. And this is Brian Atoll. Welcome back to the Experts Travel Edition with Robert Q. Travel. Very pleased to have vacation travelist uh, uh, Kelly uh, Lynn Balderston with us as well. She is working out of the 1920 Dundas Street East location. And for all of the latest promotions and last-minute deals and travel events, check out Robert Q. Travel on Facebook and also online at robertq.com. We've been to Cambodia, but your recent vacation also took you to Vietnam. Tell us about that.
1: Absolutely. We did eight days in Cambodia, and then we ventured across the border... And we, uh, we ended up in Vietnam.
0: And literally across the border. It, like. is,
1: it is across the border. We actually had to do the border by foot. And that's an, ex- an amazing experience, having your backpack on your back and your passport in hand. And you cross over. And it's amazing. They're so close together, Cambodia and Vietnam. But they're completely different. The culture is absolutely different. And we started in Ho Chi Minh City, formerly Saigon. And again, like I said, 10 million people, it was chaotic, it was amazing, but uh, such amazing history in Saigon. And when we arrived there, we were able to do a day tour of the Kochi Tunnels, uh, which were used during the, uh, actually used during the Vietnam War with the U.S., but also for many, many years before that. And just the stories that your local guides provide you, that interpret has, are just
0: amazing. War is never to be glorified, but there's certainly parts of the war-torn uh, Vietnam that are become takeaways when you're on vacation traveling there.
1: Absolutely, when you hear the history of, of Vietnam, which is much larger than just the small portion that we tend to uh, consider the, with the, the Vietnam War in the '60s, um, their struggles go back quite a bit, and it really explains. To, to you how why they are and how they are as a culture and the Vietnamese people are so friendly and so accommodating and truly adaptable mm-hmm. and uh, they are part of that history and um, they're very happy though that they're have a much more stable environment now they no longer have embargoes and the young people Set The young people really have uh, an optimistic view of the future, and it's fantastic.
0: We'll talk more about the must-sees in Vietnam, but let's talk about the must-eats, because from what I'm hearing, food in Vietnam is a surprise for many.
1: The food is fantastic. Actually, the one thing I can say, I had three weeks of amazing, amazing food. And um, Vietnamese food, again, is also different from the south to the north, because it is a a long country. Um, But uh, they're known for pho, which is a, a noodle soup um, and it is amazing. Uh, Saigon has a great little restaurant, uh, Faux 2000. It was a little, very local spot. Nice thing about Intrepid, they don't take you to tourist spots. They take you to local spots.
0: Yeah, that's significant to bring up. They're not going to just drop you off at the tourist trap for the day and say, have fun.
1: No, they take you and they really want you to learn the culture and learn the destination. And we did. We had some incredible meals, um, little si- uh, roadside locations, um, We also uh, they, Intrepid really promotes NGOs um, and Mm. non-government organizations are places that are set up to help train at-risk or underprivileged youth to give them a future. So we did uh, eat dinner at one in um, in Hanoi called Koto, um, developed by another Australian, and um, the kids are learning amazing skill. The food was amazing, the service was amazing, and it's great to help give back. And again, back to Intrepid's philosophy, they want to help give back to the locations that we're visiting.
0: Going back to Cambodia for a moment where you were immersed with the homestay, they learned from you.
1: They did. It was a great experience. Um, The 10 of us, uh, the the wife of the family that had us, she was actually a home ec teacher, so needless to (laughs) say, the food was amazing. Probably the best meal we had in the whole three weeks was at that homestay eating local Cambodian food. Um, but their children, uh, they're all learning English and they were so eager to meet us and to help, you know, sharpen those English skills. Uh, you know, we—it was, it was just an amazing experience that uh, you'll never forget.
0: It's also a part of the world as you quickly discovered that the people there want nature to remain nature.
1: They do. They're very um, protective of their locations. Um, Again, Intrepid doesn't want to do any animal tourism. It's also a big thing for me.
0: So don't go planning on riding an elephant. It's not going to happen.
1: Exactly. You are not going to ride elephants or or in those places where a lot of times for a lot of years, they've really exploited wildlife in order to get tourist dollars. Uh, So Intrepid will not allow their clients to participate in that. And I think that's a, a great start in our industry.
0: Back to getting the real taste up close and personal with the culture of these uh, beautiful countries. Um, you can visit rice farms in Sapa, for example, and you'll meet the fishermen of Mekong Delta.
1: We did go to the Macon Delta. We uh, spent a day, again, with a... They don't... We had our guide with us, our main guide, but they always bring in a local guide, someone that's from that village, that knows the village, knows the people. And we wander through an island... Uh, They took us through the canals, probably the most incredible, um, most picturesque place we were at. They took us to a great um, riverside restaurant where we had authentic food from that delta, and it was fantastic. We had elephant ear fish uh, and Mm -mm. prawn, and they showed us how to eat them. And just before that, we were watching a local woman make the rice paper to make the spring rolls. And they really,
0: it is an experience. How do you pair that? What do you have? What do they have? Wines, beers?
1: Uh, wine is not plentiful in Southeast Asia, mm. which, uh, but beer, nothing is better than having a local beer, um, whether it's the national beer or the local beer from the area. The one thing that is um, not shocking, but it's a spot where, it's very inexpensive once you get there. Uh, you can have a beautiful meal, um, a couple of drinks for probably under uh, around sixteen U.S. dollars. Mm. So I think they, I think a local beer was about a dollar U.S.
0: And that's like other vacations or unlike other vacations where um, you feel you need to just kind of keep the money uh, on your person. You feel there that it's it's a, it's affordable.
1: Oh, absolutely affordable. Um, again, I think. Because of the distance, a lot of people think it's way out of their budget. Um, airfare, we flew Toronto to Hong Kong into Bangkok because we started in Bangkok. And then home from Hanoi, airfare was quite reasonable. We were able to purchase airfare for about $1,200, which is excellent. You actually have a hard time sometimes getting through Canada at that price. Mm-hmm. The tour itself um, started at around twenty five ninety five, And that's 18 days. And then... When I read the intrepid notes, their suggestion for 18 days of meals was 350 U.S. And for most families now, I'm thinking, wow, that's almost a a week's groceries here at home. So it's very affordable once you're there.
0: We'll get to Thailand in a moment. We've talked about Cambodia and Vietnam. Just off the top of your head, intrepid vacations include what other parts of the world?
1: They include all of the world. They do South America. They do um, Australia. They do Africa. Intrepid goes everywhere. And I have mentioned it on other shows. Intrepid is just one part of a huge family of, of um, companies. Intrepid is their main original um, company that is geared to anyone. I think their average age is around in the, in the mid-50s. Our group was anywhere from my daughter, 20. There were people in their late 20s um, to we had a couple from New Zealand that were in their 70s. They also have Gecko, which is their under 30, which is very similar tours to Intrepid, but geared to young people. They also have Peregrine and Peregrine again, similar vacations, but a little bit, little bit fancier. Instead of three star, um, boutique, they'll do four stars. So for the person that wants a little bit more pampering.
0: And again, with these smaller group vacations and the travel packages that are created through Robert Q travel with great teammates like Intrepid, there are people that will travel with you who will be friends for life.
1: Absolutely. Uh, we experienced, we had 10 on our first half. We had six other join us in Vietnam. So there were 16. And we, we're now a family. Uh, we're a big, confused Australian, <laughs> Canadian, New Zealand family. And, uh, we'll, we'll probably, we'll be in touch forever.
0: With Intrepid, there are a number of packages then. And just through you and through your team at Robert Q. Travel, you can find one that's just tailored to whomever. Hanoi to Ho Chi Minh City, for example, Hanoi to Bangkok or just a couple of examples of the package varieties you can you can find?
1: Yes, it, it depends on what, how much time you have. A lot of people don't have three weeks. We were lucky enough to spend three weeks. But even if you have eight days, it's a, I'll be honest, it's a long way to go for eight days. But we have packages that will fit any, any style.
0: Your trip also included Bangkok. Tell us about it.
1: It started in Bangkok, um, I think, because of flight ease. It's a little bit more difficult to get into um, Cambodia. So we were able, we went two days early to experience Bangkok and um, it is definitely a location that we have decided we will go back and tour in depth.
0: And it is, that came as no surprise to you, the popularity of Bangkok because a lot of people from London have that on their radar or their bucket list.
1: Absolutely. Bangkok is an amazing city, but the whole country of Thailand and very, very different. You can do the north and you can do the countryside, the huge city of Bangkok, but then you can Continue south to again, Thailand is home to some of the most incredible beaches in the world, Paquette. So, again, that's I we we're thinking next time spend a, maybe a week, week and a half touring, and then maybe three, four days on the beach, just unwind.
0: Again, perception is not always reality, and we don't often think of this part of the world as having some of the most scenic, most beautiful beaches.
1: Absolutely, some of the most beautiful beaches, and that was really evident in Vietnam. Um, the amount of new construction there is unbelievable. We had the, we flew actually from Ho Chi Minh City to Da Nang, which is a, a well known city, uh, home to some military bases during the, during the Vietnam War t- for the U.S. And they had a, a beach. It used to be called China Beach for people that remember that term. And it has been rated one of the top beaches in the world. And, I'd love to go back to Vietnam in about mm-hmm. 10 years to see how they're, they've developed because the amount of hotel and resorts that are they're building in that area for the beach lovers and also names that a lot of us know and are very familiar with the Caribbean. Uh, the Melias are there. Crown Plazas are there. So really top and great resorts so that you can go and experience
0: that. And just so that we're clear again, for those listening to the show or catching it later at 980 CFPL and the Experts podcast, we're not talking about roughing it here, but we are talking about a very different adventure.
1: It is. It is definitely not roughing it. Um, We had great hotels with meals. um, Breakfast was included every day. Uh, We didn't want for anything. Um, But you do get a chance to really get into the location and meet the people and and, and really learn their culture. A very different vacation than going to the Caribbean and spending a week in an all-inclusive. It is a chance for you to really learn from the world. And um, you come away not really understanding that you knew very little and uh, it broadens you as a person. It was amazing.
0: Now, you just you and Michelle and your friends just recently traveled through a variety of different airports. And for those who may be considering this vacation or over the coming weeks are going to be flying by air, just some travel tips for us in terms of air.
1: Well, in t- terms of air, always make sure you're there with enough time. Uh, you never know what can happen on the road. Um, we have this conversation in our office all the time. They say three hours prior to an international flight for a reason, uh, because so many things can happen. Um, Make sure that your passport is valid. Make sure your visas are done. um, But also, when you're traveling, travel with a sense of humor, because it is what it is, and you have to... uh, There are going to be some bumps. Oh, we had an amazing bump. We arrived in Toronto at 10 o'clock, or not at 10, we boarded at 10 Our Air Canada flight, and at 10.15, they deplaned us for a four-hour delay due to fuel issues. You have to roll with the punches. It made the day a little bit longer than we had anticipated, but we got there safe, um, safe and sound. We uh, flew through Hong Kong, a beautiful airport, and absolutely uh, Vietnam, Hanoi, an amazing airport, has lots to offer, so... It's uh, It It was an experience.
0: And finally, no matter where you want to see in the world through Robert Q Travel, drop into one of your locations and really find out what it's about.
1: It's much better. We can do lots of things over the phone. We can do some fact-finding. We can uh, get some initial information. But nothing's better than sitting down with, uh, with for me to sit down with a client and really understand what they're looking for and what we can offer them. It's better face-to-face um, because the travel experience, Booking experience is not a 10-minute event. It is a should be longer so that you're really preparing yourself and it becomes a relationship.
0: It becomes a relationship and many have been created over many years with Robert Q. Travel. Thank you. We'll look forward to having you back in June. Thanks. And have a great weekend.